Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Everybody, welcome to Elder Scrolls Off the Record, episode 29, take two. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me, as always, is the man who I have learned to become afraid of this past week, Mr. Evarwin. Hello, Joe, and chat room, and everyone else. Alright, so here's the deal, guys. We've had some issues. Well, last week we couldn't record because I messed up the audio, and the backup recording wasn't there. So, instead of doing... We did, like, two-thirds of the show, and everyone was frustrated. It was 110 degrees, and bad, bad, bad case. So we decided to just not record last week. So, we do have... Next week is the QGN's week off, but I will be releasing something special for everybody next Thursday. So, look for it on iTunes. And what made me learn to be afraid of Mystery Varwin is we've had some issues with iTunes. Well, a lot of people have been having issues with iTunes because iTunes changed their policies, like ah, yeah. douchebags. So opening up a new show is becoming next to impossible. Thus, I've had to hear Evarwin go on full rage mode. <laughs> <laughs> it's frightening. <laughs> I, I I have been I have been raging like you wouldn't believe this um this new policy that they have is um they want they want any new podcast to that submits itself to iTunes to be bike range request enabled and when I heard that I, I said the same thing you're saying right now what what does that even mean um, basically it's a way of the audio streaming. To, to iTunes. Actually, this is only for video. Yeah, it's supposed to be a video-only thing, but they're holding audio podcasts only to it, and I, I don't know why. Um, and, and the reason why I guess we're spending some time on this right now is because like this is this turns out to be a huge injustice. Okay, iTunes requires you to have this thing, which is in direct correlation to your storage. When you take an audio file, you got to store it somewhere. All right, there's only a certain amount of storage providers that are byte range request enabled. And Most what is the biggest kick in the gonads is that those have very, very little storage space available for a very high price. So it's it's almost as if iTunes is trying to control A, the amount of podcasts that's in the iTunes store, and B, ensuring that those who are actually podcasting are the big name companies out there that have the money for this sort of thing. So, <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, you, this, this, this thing is out there, this technology is out there, 
So anyone who wants to have a voice can have it. And then one of the major you know, companies out there, uh, one of the major marketplaces out there, is silencing that voice for absolutely no reason. We were going off of a storage that was a lot of storage for a little bit of money per year. It was perfect for us. Now we can't use it because they're not byte range enabled. So all of our old shows are working because they got, if you will, grandfathered in. But any new show we want to submit, like Planetside Off the Record, cannot be submitted. Nope. Not until we find a hosting solution that's, you know, good for our our bottom line. And additionally, now, whenever we do a new show, it can't be like, like how this is. You know, this is a nice, long, um, media-enriched podcast where, you know, we are able to put in you know, beautiful, uh, beautifully mixed bumpers and, you know, a lot of, a lot of audio quality. And now, you know, because we're, you know, <laughs> we don't have a whole lot of sponsors. There's not, a, there's really no money coming in, you know, now we're, we're being cut out of the game here. And, uh, now we have to make shorter shows. So their storage isn't, you know, so they the size of those files aren't too big to allow for, for more, more files in, in our storage. And it's just really like, it's like ultra technical, really annoying, totally disabling. And it's just a big power grab and a money hungry scheme from, from iTunes who, who only gives their technology out to two places. There's two that I know of. We did a lot of research last night between the three of us. So lots of sleep over this. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, uh, the quest gaming network was founded on the principle of Wanting to cover all the latest and greatest games for our fans. Shutting down shows that no longer has a fan base anymore to bring you guys new shows that have a developing, budding fan base. Like Planetside, Guild Wars, you know, whatever comes our way. This is going to make it virtually impossible right now until we find a permanent solution to this. So, but However, the Elder Scrolls, Minecraft, and Diablo will remain unchanged. Because we are still in there and we can still use our old hosting solution. So Yeah, thank God for that. Yeah, exactly. Thank God that got grandfathered in. Otherwise, we'd be shutting this show down. Like, in, sh- in, in short order, like, we can't afford to do this show. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, in order to... I mean, how... For the size of this, of this show per month, on a per month basis, it, it would literally cost us... We would have to actually go into a, the business plan. So on, about 250 a month or more. No, the business plan is thousands. Mm, that's right. It would cost us thousands of dollars a month to run just this one show. Multiply that times four, and then any other show that we want to do. I mean, we don't. We're not a huge. We're not IGN. <laughs> you know, we don't have the. We don't have big corporate dollars. What are you doing? So, like this whole thing has got us really, really peeved, and um, we'd like to make some kind of a stand in some way, shape, or form, other than just this this little blurb here that we're doing in front of the show. We haven't, I haven't figured it out yet. We haven't figured it out yet. We'll figure something out. But um, if you're, if you're incensed as we are over this and uh, you want to, you want to help us, you know, let iTunes know that we're, we're aggravated over this and just to share the love a little bit, you know, send us an email and we'll, let's, we'll try and see if we can organize ourselves and, and do some kind of a protest or something, because this is as, as, and this isn't just our show either. Every podcast you listen to, whether it's the Frog Pants guys, the Vagary guys, I don't know if they're doing anything anymore. Um, they've been quiet. You, you know, every podcast you listen to, every network, if they come out with a new show, they're held up. They're held to the standard. So they are dumping a tremendous amount of money 
into those shows. And if they're not cost effective, they're getting rid of them. So a lot of those shows out there that, that are coming out now, they may not be around for a long time. They might have a three-month trial period because that's what we might be doing at this network. So we'll see. Yep. We'll keep you guys informed as, as we learn more. Um, so it looks like our week off may be full of missing hair yeah. and uh, lots of yells. Anyway, before I delay, we delay any further, I'm going to go ahead and introduce our lore master himself, Louis Alon. Pirate Podcast Radio. Oh, God, did I say that out loud? Hello, <laughs> 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 Joe. We've harmed everyone in the chat room. <laughs> oh, glad to make it here tonight. Pirate Podcast Radio. Um, <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of great stuff coming up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lots of goodies. Mm-hmm. Ah, and joining us, as always, the man whose pigtails have become only legend, Mr. David Adams. The Bard's College started making songs about him last week. Yeah, yeah, I heard those. It was weird. Haunting, yeah. and yet hopeful. <laughs> Haunting. <laughs> Haunting. <laughs> I hope. Wait, say ruin. Ruin. What? <laughs> and joining us as a special guest this evening is, as you may know her from the Diablo podcast, Mistress Lebo, a.k.a. Liz, hot stuff of the network. <laughs> I was ready for something else. Okay, hi. Ah, uh, we brought her on today because she has probably, besides Yvarwin, the most experience in Dongard, and unfortunately, three of us on this podcast do not own Xboxes, so we can't talk about Dongard. However, those two should cover it for you guys because guess what, guys? Dongard came out, and we're going to cover it very soon. But first, but first, and wait, there's more. We have sponsors, guys. And we would like to give a nice big shout-out to Tweaked Audio. We want to say thank you very much for sponsoring the show today. Uh, Head over to tweakedaudio.com if you are in the market for some brand-new headphones for your iPod, MP3 player, iPod Touch, whatever you got. Um, If you're looking for for, uh, new headphones, definitely check these out. All right, These are some unbelievably high-quality headphones and and earbuds. Great pricing too. I'd also like to add uh, one of my one of my favorite things about about their headphones is that they are very very durable. You know, um, Fred has told you this as well if you listen to our other shows, and and I'm very hard on my my uh, headphones as well too. Uh, they seem to fall apart in my ears as I'm as I'm jogging at the gym. <laughs> um, these things are are great. They're they're designed for great. Great sound quality. They're engineered for for uh, durability. They have uh, noise reduction design as well on them. All right, they start around nineteen ninety five. They go up to thirty four ninety five. If you use the code off the record, you can take thirty percent off and get free worldwide shipping. So that drops your price down to twelve ninety five and twenty seven ninety five. You can pick from four different styles, six different colors. There's an optional microphone on these things, so you can use them for uh, you know. For your, your cell phone, as you're jogging around, you get a call, just click right over. No need to take out the headphones and all that. Got it right there. Got the microphone. You could talk and talk to your heart's content and listen to all of your favorite shows and your favorite music to your heart's content. Tweakedaudio.com. Try them out. Great stuff. You will not be disappointed. They've got a lifetime warranty. Anything ever happens, call them up. Replace them for free. Tweakedaudio.com. Love them. And this show is also brought to you by Keith... Ma Mawini Mohini Mohini 
Alex, a.k.a. Casualty35, thank you very much for your donations. This show goes to you guys. And we have a lot of meat and potatoes to get into. Oh, he said it already. Yeah. You know, Lou, I always... It's kind of weird. After all these episodes, I, I just get all giddy when I hear you say that after I say that. <laughs> I wasn't even prepared this time. Like, I, I had I had my pants around my ankles. This is all <laughs> unscripted, and he remembers to do this every single week. I don't know. <laughs> Lou, you're just amazing. All right. We've got a lot to talk about today, and I know everyone's itching for Dawn Guard, so I'm going to let me and Lou get out of the way first, because we don't have Dawn Guard, and Dave as well, and let these other two chums who are having it already uh, talk about it, and we, as in me, Lou, and Dave, in our own little group now, can chomp at the bit and growl. That's right. And Liz, Liz and I are part of the, the elite Xbox crew who have Dawn Guard. We're the cool group. Yeah. You guys up? are just like, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're rubbing elbows. That's what we're doing. I am having flashbacks of high school, and it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Liz, can I have a little more elbow room? Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, okay. Dave? <laughs> I'm actually going to let Dave Adams go first. This is the first time ever. That's awesome, especially since I have almost nothing to say for this past week. <laughs> Why do you think you're going first? <laughs> This week has been exactly like the last week's. I've been getting mad at add-ons again. I think I I actually got in game and got half of a level possibly. I I still haven't figured out how to do that uh, intro to start the Dovahkiin quest chain. So I pretty much gave up on it. I've just been going around killing people and picking up quests. That's horrible. I'm I'm yeah. sorry. Really, you're having a hard time finding where to start. The yeah. quest? Yeah, because I have Lou's favorite add-on ever. Ever. Which is the start another life. Live another life. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I'm regretting living another life, if I may say so myself. I sense a lot of anger over there, Dave. What's going it's on not, in Florida it's today? It's not anger, it's malice. There's oh, it's anger. Difference. Yeah, there, you're right. It is malice. You're very a lot of malcontent floating around. What's going on in the panhandle today? Everything all right over there? What's happening? <laughs> well, first off, you realize I do live in Florida. I'm kind of angry that I haven't eaten anybody's face within the last week. That's what we do Oh, my God. What a horrible story, too, that, that whole thing was. That should be a dragon shout. Is it too soon to reference that? Uh, Totally way too soon. It is too soon to be talking about real-life zombies chewing on bums' faces and cops having (laughs) to... That's exactly what Skyrim's missing, and I was really offended by that. I mean, they totally have werewolves. They totally have vampires, which, by the way, don't sparkle, so everybody up in Washington's mad about that. But (laughs) they don't have zombies in this game. Yes, they do! When was the last time that someone got their face eaten? (laughs) Draugr? Yeah, good point. Have you seen me play, Dave? (laughs) Draugr are are not as much zombies as they are, like... You can uh, raise zombies with a spell. Okay, well... Tell them to eat face. I will not accept it until they allow me to have that option. All right. That I can command my zombies to eat somebody's face off. Zoom answer. <laughs> we have a PC. Why don't you just make a mod? Yeah, I probably will. I'm gonna talk okay. to Fred. I'm gonna make him make a mod for me. Well, Fred is making a mod. Speaking of which, 
and he's putting all the QGN staff in as followers. He made me a female Khajiit. And what's hilarious is that the follower he made me, he made me a archer that's in full, hi George, in full uh, Dark Brotherhood gear. And I look really cool, but he has a little bug that he's trying to deal with where every time he goes into an inn, my guy picks up a broom and starts to sweep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a bug. I think Fred intentionally coded that. <laughs> no, he did, yeah. No, no, he didn't. He actually, I had a side conversation with him about it. I said, "Listen, you know, we're at the we're at the QGN uh, cooler, and uh, you know, we're we're having a little talk." I said, "You know, Fred, if you can do the thing with the broom, if you can get rid of that, you know, I, I know the guy upstairs uh, would be appreciative." And he was like, oh, <laughs> "Sorry, I, I don't know, I don't know, pulling my hair out over it." And like he was le- like legitimately upset and. So our our stock price didn't go down too much because of it, but uh, <laughs> and the fact that you know Fred was posting screenshots of me with a broom, that was all sincere, right? <laughs> yeah, we have a water cooler. Yeah. By the way, Joe, the K cup dispenser needs to get refilled. Well, Just tell saying. that to Liz. She's the oh. one in charge of that. Oh, since I'm the girl. <laughs> I can't do that. Oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I meant Kes. You see how fast she jumped on that? <laughs> Liz, if you wouldn't mind, actually. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Liz is a front, is a, is a front door security as well as a host. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, we need to Liz, make more room for the new talent. <laughs> God, one at a time, please. The insults are fine. All right. I can't hear one. <laughs> so yeah, actually, Fred does plan on, on putting that out, and he's in a future update. He said he wants to do all of our voices in there as well. But in the meantime, he has default voices doing it right now. And it, I can't wait to see this thing get published by Fred. I really can't. Yeah, it'd be it, awesome. I, I told him. I said I'll I will do any voice work you need. <laughs> now I get now I get to play with myself in the video game. Gross. <laughs> Dave, you have anything else, buddy? Um. No, I'm I'm still just you know I'm upset about zombies and I haven't I've decided to uh, just go without my Dovahkiin quest chain. That's about it. I've been randomly killing and oh yeah, I found out that um, the starter raise zombie thing sucks. <laughs> yeah, weren't you listening that entire month we were doing the challenge? And I yeah, I know. Well, I'm actually experiencing it. Like I don't have the next level and I completely lost my mind and forgot Evarwin and I walked up to a Draugr and was like getting for real angry that I couldn't raise it. Alright. Yeah, it's not fun. Uh, before Dave gets into more Dave rants, I'm going to let Lou go. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, the past week, what can I say? Had some very strange moments, not of which I had uh, some really classic Mr. Bean moments. To say the least. Oh, do tell. Yes. Yes. I was uh, trying to accomplish an assassination contract out in the Solitude Stables. All right. So I'm setting myself up, and I figured, all right, it's daytime. I really just want to get this quest over and done with. I'll kill him during the daytime. So I, I pull out the bow and arrow, set myself up, and what happens? I let loose. I get a beautiful kill cam shot of the target next to him. <laughs> all right. <laughs> All right, the target just stands there for several seconds, like, oh, good, he's not going to move, he's not going to move, this is perfect. I let loose, he moves. (laughs) 
Like, this can't get... Oh, uh, oh I hate God. that. Yes. And I killed the lady next to him. <laughs> right? Oh. Beautiful shot right through her eye. That kills Sam's shot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going, oh, oh, my God. Oh, sorry. Sorry, ma'am. Sorry. Just, uh, sorry. just uh, dab it with something. It'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. I got an alcohol pad in, in, in a band-aid. I got a band-aid for you. Hey, I'll be right back. Just pull, pull that thing out of your head. Yeah, she's not breathing, but she's just, she's just faking. It's okay. It's all right. It's a flesh wound. It's got a flesh wound. knocked out of her. <laughs> oh, so I get that kill cam shot. I'm like, oh, my God. All right. No one's just, well, no one's alarmed for some strange reason. <laughs> the dead body in the field during the day. So I follow this guy again, watch him go around the stables. He stops. I set myself up again. This time, I, I'm trying to make sure. I'm like, All right, I'm just going to wait. Just going to wait. Okay, he's not moving. I let loose. And again, it's like, oh, are you reading my mind? <laughs> this, is, this is insane. I kill another stable hand. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Not that close, but he's just a little bit far off. And, and I kill him right in the chest. I'm like, oh, my God. At this point, I just I just pause the game like, wow. I can't believe it just happened. Well, there went John, boy. <laughs> the target's doing fine, but farmhands are dying left and right. <laughs> like, I'm killing everyone but the target. I'm like, this is, this is great. <laughs> oh, man, I can't, I can't go back to the sanctuary after this. I have to hang my head in shame. Ladies and, and gentlemen, and the world's worst assassin. <laughs> it gets better. It gets better. The third time I try this, <laughs> I, I let loose. And who do I kill? Oh my god, it's the deer on the other side of the fence. Stop it. You didn't first of all the deer and <laughs> it like, happened the third time? Yeah, I'm like, what is going on? This? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what, forget this. At, at that point, I'm like, forget it. Forget it. Put the bow away. Pull out the swords. Just, just walk up and just kill them. <laughs> enough with the bow. Yeah, enough with the bow. This is just I'm just oh. Did you get him that time, or was there? Did there happen to be a uh, a flying squirrel that that jumped out of it, got in the middle of your you know? I'm sure. Neck? I'm sure if that hawk flying overhead above the castle, <laughs> I would have hit him too. <laughs> I would have gotten the one million shot bouncing off the rock face and hit that hawk. Oh, I got the bird. I got the bird. That's that's I got the bird. Yeah, I got a hawk. <laughs> I got a hawk. No, night mother. I I I didn't get the target, but I got a deer. Two stable hands and a hawk. hawk. Want some hawk feathers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pew, miss. Pew. Oh, where's my? At that point, you is. just blame your mouse. At that, or you blame your computer at that point. You don't admit to this. <laughs> I could Pew. totally see Lou just raging, just like flipping his computer. Oh, like almost. Table flip. Raw, rage. Oh. The, the best part about this is the is the part that he's not <clears throat> telling you about is when he he actually followed the guy all the way up into his his bedroom and decided to push him out of a window. But right as he was charging at him, the guy moved away from the window and he <laughs> fell out of the window <laughs> <laughs> and then randomly landed on a Minecraft sheep that was on below. <laughs> yeah, that that was just the perfect <laughs> ending. <laughs> oh, but then it gets the story continues after that contract. I'm also doing the Imperial quest chain, right? Since I'm an Imperial, mm-hmm. with this character, and I did the cha- uh, the quest to regain the pale. I helped take over Fort Dunstad, and for once, it felt really great being able to just charge on Shadowmere along with these other legionaries and just go in there swinging away, bashing things instead of taking time sneaking up to people, 
waiting, waiting. No, it's just no. I'm just going in there. I'm just gonna charge in. Just doing it. I'm just gonna Those do are my it. Favorite. Yeah. Love them. I'm gonna do an Avar winning, go right to the Vampire Cave, but no, not a Vampire Cave. It's gonna be Fort Dunstad. Oh my god. Vampire <laughs> People behind the fences, barricades. I'm just gonna go charging in there like nobody's business. <laughs> that was my favorite and, thing to do on my Red Guard. And it felt great just swinging away like a madman. <laughs> yeah, we're just happily like, taking over the fort. We know we know sooner finished taking the fort. I, I received the completion message from the game. I hear something like, "What? What is that?" Oh, you've got to be kidding me! <laughs> Here comes this blood dragon. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, "Are you serious?" Oh, sake. <laughs> Come on, guy. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's all right. You know what? Because I got like one, two, three. yeah, there are twelve legionaries left. We're, we'll be okay. <laughs> so you're in the middle of taking uh, of doing regain the pale quest. You're taking over Fort Dunstad. In the middle of this fight, a blood dragon just drops in out of nowhere. Yeah, Kai guys. <laughs> <laughs> and he lands right outside the gate initially and then you know the Imperial soldiers are flicking at him with their arrows bows and arrows he flies away for a bit then he comes down he lands right in the middle of the fort like wow right in the middle of all this okay yeah the blood <laughs> dragon was <laughs> the blood dragon was aggravated at you because you you killed the farmhand he was about to eat yeah I, I guess I ruined his lunch and his dessert <laughs> <laughs> And the next day's meal, and the following week's meal, and the next month's meal. Uh, he had, oh, well, <laughs> I had quite the bill then on me, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so he lands, and we all just start hacking at him. Like I felt bad for just a second. Like, wow, you thought it was just me. Okay, great. <laughs> You're my friends, too. You know, look, decoy number one, two, three. <laughs> I shouldn't call him that. But yeah, I mean, less than 30 seconds, this guy was dead. <laughs> like, that'll teach you, mister. So the, the dragon lands in the middle of this thing, and just everything around him just jumps on top of him, stabbing him and shooting him. When- yeah, every, everyone who's got a bow and arrow just starts swinging at him. <laughs> even guys, like, they just start swinging away at him. It's like, oh, my God, a dragon. <laughs> even, the, even the guys from the other side? No, no, we just finished killing the storm clouds. Okay, they were all dead. All right. They were all dead, but I'm sure they probably jumped in. Too. He's like, oh, let's see, kill Imperials or kill a dragon that's going to kill all of us. Wow. You know that was that was the dumbest dragon in Skyrim. That's what happened. You found you know when you're driving across the road and a squirrel runs in the middle of the road and doesn't turn around and go back the other way. He keeps going. Like that's the dumb squirrel. You found <laughs> the one dumb dragon in Skyrim. It was like, oh, there's Dovahkiin and an army. Let me attack him now. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> you say that you say that he's the dumbest dragon, but what you don't know is what he was doing. Actually, he just may have wanted friends. <laughs> My name's Barney. Like, he was like, you know, all these people wanting to have a party. I'm going to go hang out. And everybody just started on him. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh. They need, they need a Barney dragon mod that turns all the dragons into purple dragons. That You can hear them singing in a distance. You love me. Yeah, you go ahead and download that. Yeah, see how you like it. Foose row hug. Chat room is hug. Oh, a Barney mod for Skyrim. I think everyone would kill those dragons so quickly. <laughs> exactly. Well, hunting them, like, oh no, oh no. I'll kill them. The only thing worse than that would be a Teletubbies mod. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just this mod. <laughs> you know, every segment of this show already has just, like, been pure terror. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> you got anything else, Luke? Oh, yeah, I, really quick, I just picked up. I know, 
three Jagic Weapons artifacts in the past couple of days. The Sanguine Rose, Ebony Blade, and, and a little while ago, actually, Dawnbreaker. I had to stop to come here. Ah, <laughs> Dawnbreaker! Dawnbreaker! Yeah, and I need to work my blacksmithing right now after this because I really want to improve that weapon. <laughs> it looks so cool. Oh, I love that thing. It, it reminds me of something out of, out of Conan. <laughs> that weapon. And I just want to kill things with it. Let's kill Draga. Uh, I think Evarlin might have something to say about Dawnbreaker, so I guess we're going to leave it right there. Uh, yeah, I I got Dawnbreaker too, actually. <laughs> we'll it's get totally to you in a awesome. second, Mr. I Play Dawnguard. What? Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> 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 I uh, had a problem with sneaking that drove me insane two weeks ago, and it, it still happens periodically. And every time I would draw my bow while fully hidden, all enemies would begin to search for me regardless, even though I was still showing completely hidden. Oh, yeah, I remember you telling us about that. Yeah, well, the audience doesn't because that never got aired. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm supposed to I'm supposed to not remember this. Yeah. <laughs> you remember nothing. You remember nothing. I don't remember anything. But yeah, that was an issue. And then, like, what Lou was saying is, like, every time... You notch an arrow back, and they're coming at you. They're running straight at you. They never waver a single time. You let an arrow go in the very last second, they teleport to the left. <laughs> or they teleport to the right. Barely missing the arrow. That's been happening a lot. So and what happened What happened now? What do you mean? Well, did that, did that like, get fixed? or? That's, no, still, that's still an issue. You still do. There's still enemies that, as they're running at you, you'll, hit their, you'll sit there and, and shoot an arrow right point blank at their head, and they'll suddenly teleport to either the left or the right. They don't have an animation of them stepping over. No, it's just, boom. They're one way or the other. And the arrow yeah, just goes right to me by. Too. It's annoying, isn't it, Liz? It is, but I'm such a good shot that it only takes me one more shot. <laughs> wow. I, I wasn't going to brag like that. Wow. I've ferocious. seen you play, play the same way. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm like Contessa's one of the best archers in Skyrim. Just saying. Hold on. Liz, let me have the pal first so I can barf in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not that good. But anyway, I'm good enough to where I can survive. <laughs> Better than me, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, I went to, to Blackreach. I started that um, the quest for the, uh, I can't ever pronounce it, the Ogma Infinium. Okay. The old fart in the north. The Daedric quest chain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the love hermit the, in the freaking cave. Yeah, I love going to the old fart quest. I don't know why. Yeah. In the... <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy old coot, but yes. um, I want that book not just for the five for the five points up in each of the certain category that you do with it. But I wanted to get into Blackreach, and that gave me a reason to do it because the reason is is Blackreach is full of all kinds of goodies when you're trying to level up your trade skills. Full of them, like the uh, geode veins. There's and I know where there's two different ebony veins. And a useless ore called uh, Corundium, or Corundum, that I have never found an actual good use for, is all over the place down there. And the first time I went in there and did all the geode mines, geode veins, and I never really ever fully explored Blackreach until this, this moment, that place is huge. I didn't yeah. realize it was that big. But I walked out of there with something like 40 to 50 soul gems. Wow. From mining them. And I would go out and do more trade skill stuff. Wait a few days and then go back to Blackreach and regather everything again. So to make a long story short, 
I got my enchanting up to 86. No, 83. And my blacksmithing to 86 doing this. That's awesome. Now, how are you filling those uh, souls up with gems? Like, what's what's the way that you're doing it? Uh, Little Bunny Foo Foo, Bambi. And Killing the random, and marauding. Random people. Yeah. I'd actually go out and do, like, a, um, a walkabout again. You just mm-hmm. walk to a certain area and just killing everything that moves and watching the pretty soul animation come to me as I kill them. <laughs> oh, the pretty lights. The pretty shiny lights. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but getting my enchanting up that high, I was able to make a full set of ebony armor from the ebony I was mining from Blackreach. I got... I enchanted them. I don't have the 100, the 100 enchanting it, obviously, so I don't got the duel. But I have 99% archery now from my enchants. 37% of one-handed, I have 23 points to heavy armor, and 56% fire resistance. So it takes me two shots to kill a giant while sneaking, and two shots to kill one of those uh, those massive Daedra war machines that just, just escaped my brain right now. So it only takes two shots while snuck to, to kill those guys, and about four or five while I'm not sneaking. So I'm getting stronger, but I spent the majority of my time actually on trade skills that got me up to level 30, almost 37 right now because of that. I did finish the quest chain, though, for the get the uh, Ogma Infinium, and I went the warrior's way, so I got five points into blacksmithing and one-handed and all that good stuff. That's where I was really lacking. And my girl is still, is very much still a BA in a thong. <laughs> but yeah. I gotta say that the ebony armor does not look as hot as the orcish armor. I was kind of disappointed. And why is that? It covers most of her bum. Ah, uh, boy, there it is. Yeah, still kind of sexy in a boy sh- in like like a boy short kind of way. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, all the good times. All right, enough of my rambling on and on and on. Eve Arwen. Yes. Let's hear it. Well, uh, I may have mentioned I got the Dumbbreaker. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, that, is, that, is, that is pretty awesome. I, I can't explain to you like how excited I was to actually you know, pick that, to pick that sucker up. <clears throat> um, just killing, killing things with that thing is just it, it's amazing. Um, I got my, my Paladin, and I'll, I'll, I'll say the Paladin on the PC, because I have, a, I have one now, apparently, on, on my Xbox. <laughs> Um, I got him from level 19 to 24 last week, which I have not picked him up again. So I gotta, I gotta get back into him, but, um, got the Dawnbreaker. That was awesome. And, uh, downloaded a couple of mods as well. Uh, Greystone Castle, Convenient Horses. I got a Morrowind theme as well, which was a lot of fun. And then, uh, Lockpicking Measurement Vision. <laughs> so. Cheater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheater. I think I've taken it off since then, though. <laughs> she was a, what do you say as a kid? Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. I forgot the rest of it. Well, I, I, I didn't see it as, well, not, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it as cheating, but. It's, but we um, do. Well, um, Liz just said that? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Dave. It was Dave. <laughs> Trying to what? disguise my voice. Huh? What? All right, none of that is interesting at all, okay? But I started Dawn Guard. Yay for me. <laughs> Yay. Shut up. Oh, no, Yay I mean, continue. Me. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. You no, suck. I will. <laughs> what were your first impressions of Dawn Guard, sir? So my first impressions of Dawn Guard, all right? They, it is, it's a lot cooler than you think it is. I'm just going to leave it at that. All, all right. right. Well. Now we're going to get hate mail. 
It, it seriously is. It's a lot cooler than than you. If, if you're excited about it, get get ex, more excited because it's it's just the the crossbow thing is is totally awesome. Um, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. All right. Now, initially, I only got a couple hours in it this week so far because it, it came out came out yesterday, and I wasn't able to actually download it yet. I had a broken Xbox account, so I had to get that troubleshooted, and then I actually was able to download that and then we had the problem at the network with the the byte range request thing so i was troubleshooting that all all last night and today um but then i stopped and then got into the game a little bit finally and i just had an absolute blast i picked up a a character that i haven't used since probably december and i must have been starting a paladin back then (laughs) with this Surprise, you know, uh, surprise, surprise, surprise with a, you know, a sword and shield and heavy armor and spear magic helmet, <laughs> the, uh, the restoration and all that. So I happen to have like a level 13 character that I hadn't used in, in months and months. So I picked him up. Now, in order to start the Dawn Guard quest chain, you have to actually talk to a guard who's going to tell you that he's he heard that the Dawn Guard are reforming somewhere near Riften. And he's thinking about joining, but then it gives you the quest and then a map marker location, so you can head over there. So you basically just fast travel to the nearest area. If it's Riften, it's Riften. If it's not, you know, somewhere else. And then you head into the castle, and then it goes from there. I'm not going to really tell you any spoilers, um, but let me tell you: on my way over to the Dawnguard Castle, I got rushed by a master vampire and like several other fledgling vampires <laughs> and fight as I may, they killed me. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's already started. <laughs> already. Already. It already started. No new cave. It's just, they just came out of nowhere. Just like I fast traveled over to Riften cause I hadn't, I hadn't explored. Well, I explored it, but I had to take the cart. So I, I took the cart over to Riften. I hadn't found it yet. So I, I get to, I get to Riften and it's dark out. So I'm like, all right, let me just run over to this, 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 you know, this place. It's not too far off. And I'm running through the woods. And all of a sudden, I see, like, those little red dots appear on the compass. I'm like, all right, here we go. I'm thinking it's probably going to be, you know, like a couple of wolves or something. No, this master vampire comes running out from the trees. He's, like, got that, that ridiculous red spell, you know, that's sucking the life out of me. And I'm, I'm like, oh, okay, I guess, like, vampires randomly attack you in this, in this add-on. It's a master vampire as I'm fighting. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Here we go. Now it's starting. It's starting early now. And they killed me. I put up a good Devon, fight. Devon, yeah. mm-hmm. That's not a new thing for this ad, for this uh expansion. That actually is a master vampire who took the time out of his day mm-hmm. to leave his cave just to hunt you down. Just to hunt me down. I believe it. I absolutely believe it. So, um I got lucky though after I died I restarted and ran ran back to to go start the encounter again and he wasn't there so i, I must have uh, frightened him off we'll go with that <laughs> don't go near there that corpse it's scary it's scary yeah um so far what what do i have I, look i don't want to i'm not sure exactly what i want to tell because i don't want to give any spoilers the game just came out you know a, a couple of days ago but um what i will say is i'm i'm really interested to see how how this this quest chain is going to turn out because as soon as you walk inside of of Dawn Car- Dawnguard Castle, 
all right, I'm not, I'm not met with this idea of these people are, are totally out for, you know, the good in the world. It, it, they don't necessarily look like they're really good guys. It's just, they look like they're just straight out vampire hunters. Cool. Suspect things. Yeah. So, I mean, even though they're, you know, looking like they're on the side of the right thing, I don't get that feeling from them. So I'm very interested to see how that plays out. And I'm getting that feeling from the way the the leader of, of the Dawn Guard kind of is, the the way he kind of portrays himself. So we'll see we'll see where that where that leads. Uh, crossbows are absolutely powerful. He the guy hands you, you know, your first crossbow, so you don't have to worry about looking around for one. And when you when you fight a vampire, he, he tells you like it's it's the best weapon that you know you're gonna use against vampires. Boy, do they mean it. <laughs> I'm going to just kick some butt in Dongard. <laughs> oh, definitely are. So, I mean, I hate to kind of cut it with that and just leave it at that, but, you know, I, I feel like I have I've may have revealed a little too much already for some listeners. I don't want to go too far mm-hmm. into it. So Yeah. We don't want any spoilers on this. Not for a while yet. I will say, though, if you haven't done the Dawnguard quest yet, you will be somewhat bred... Not the Dawnguard quest. Um, the Dawnbreaker quest. If you haven't done the Dawnbreaker quest yet, okay... You don't have to worry about it. It will somewhat breadcrumb you into doing it while you're doing the Dawnguard quest. So you'll naturally flow into it. Really? Yes, but it's totally optional. So far from what I see, it's totally optional. That's pretty cool. All right, Liz. Let's see what you've been up to this week. What do you think of that? Spoiler free, please. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I don't think I've gotten as far as Avarwin has because he's... uh... Yeah, that last bit of information, I did not know. Um, Got to keep. Your I will say, what? Got to keep your eyes open. That uh, the the first errand you are asked to do. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. Okay, you got to keep your eyes open around in there. Oh, I haven't done any of those. I've been doing um, other people. <laughs> that sounded like, bad. Like that I did. That just came out wrong. <laughs> I know. Speaking of which, that's why I joined the Dawn Guard, because the first guy you meet in that area is so freaking hot <laughs> that, I just, that I was instantly in love, and I just followed him around forever, and I was like, okay, he's going to join the Dawn Guard, too. Um, okay, I'm here. <laughs> Eventually, he stops. I, he, <laughs> he doesn't move out of that citadel. <laughs> oh. And he refuses to propose because I keep putting on my little amulet and bearing my chest to him. <laughs> be like, <"Hey." laughs> Well, he's got to make sure his arrows are shooting straight, you know? Well, <laughs> I will say that uh, with this DLC that the characters have much more personality. It's, it's almost as if they took their time. I guess yeah. because it's smaller, you know, whatnot. But it's it's nice to hear characters that Aren't boring. <laughs> no, you're right. As a matter of fact, the when you talk to the guard, and it's any guard to start off the the Dawn Guard quest chain. I happen to just fast travel over to White Run, and I ran up to any random guard, and like even like the way he just gives you the quest, like the way he talks about it, mm-hmm. you know, it's just he's like, oh, I was thinking about joining the Dawn Guard. Mm, I don't know. What do you think <laughs> more lively? Yeah, like it was a little. I mean, I wouldn't say it was lively. He sounded like he wanted to throw himself off of a, off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> sounded miserable, but uh, he 
you don't actually get that misery when you talk to, <laughs> to the random guards. <laughs> no, the arrow to the knee thing. I've always wondered no. if they were going to add like extra um, little tidbits like that in the game. I used to be able to see from my left eye, and then I took an arrow to the face. <laughs> Something new and stupid to go off of. You know what is new is dragon uh, weapons. Yeah, dragon that is new. Weapon. Oh, my likey. <laughs> I believe the bow I crafted was three times as powerful, and I was already OP anyway. And I don't even need the crossbow because, I mean, my conjured bow will take down everything. But, yeah, with that new stuff, oh. Yeah, I would recommend starting Dawnguard early. If you're already level 50, um, you know, do do it with your, your high-level character, of course. But you're, I think you'll enjoy it more if you start it with a, a level 10, 13, um, you know, 15 character. Because the the weapons that you have access to immediately are within Dawnguard Citadel are going to be an upgrade, and they do extra damage to vampires. So nice. you'll be able to utilize that that slight functionality, and uh, it's it's a nice feeling. It's hmm. a nice feeling to have. So so Liz, what what else uh, <laughs> what else happened in the game? Uh, you know what. Mostly it was just staring at that dude for a while. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I, will, I will admit it. Um, but there are new shouts and new spells and stuff. And I, every time I get something new or see something new, like there are new puppies in there and they like to eat your face off. But I wouldn't call that a puppy. It's, it's a labradoodle. <laughs> it, it's horrible. It's, labradoodle. <laughs> it's not a labradoodle. It's a hellhound. That damn thing is the bait of my existence. How so? How so? Because it freezes the crap out of me as I'm trying to fight it. <laughs> yeah. I hate yeah. those things. I have that problem. You Although can take the collar, though, when they're dead. I was just going to say, I'm wondering what that collar... They, they drop a collar when you kill them. And I'm wondering yeah, if- there's something new in, in the... Uh, la, 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 what is that called? Smithing. Uh, the sniffing tree? Smithing. <laughs> sniffing. Uh, yes, there's something new in there, but I wasn't really paying attention, and I... You use some kind of skull. It might be the the dog skull. Okay. Not. Um, haven't checked that out yet, though. Makes sense, actually. Alrighty then. I didn't think so. <laughs> Anything else you guys want to add before we move on to our next segment? No, I got nothing. That's that's pretty much it. I mean, I, I don't want to say too much because you know it's it's brand new, and I don't want to you know give give too many spoilers. I mean, okay, I well, let's do this in for the audience. <laughs> Liz and Ivarwin, out of a rating of one to ten, what would you call it? So far, ten being the best. Yeah, I'd give this an eleven. Well, then I'd give it a twelve. Hey, hey, that wasn't <laughs> the parameters, people. <laughs> I'd give it the this, highest score possible. This one goes to eleven. Yeah. Oh, God. Very good. I can't wait to give my shot at it in four more freaks weeks. Yeah, well, hold, hang on to that. <laughs> hang on to that angst and anger because the the the. the uh, the banner mayor will be coming in a few segments. <laughs> Can I just point out that this plot from whatever is going on right now is the exact plot from an X-Men comic book series a year ago? Is it? It's exactly the same. The, the vampires were attacking the X-Men? Um, they were going after them, but yes, the plight of the vampires was uh, this plot. Okay, then. We're moving on to the Tamriel Times. Confirmation by Imperial State. Dragon spotted in Riverwood. Yarl of Windhelm appoints a new thane. This is Tamriel Times. 
Your source for news in Skyrim. And here we are in the Tamriel Times, your official and community news. Dongard! <laughs> it has arrived! It has arrived. It is here. Here it is! After months of conjecture, hypothesis, and then rumors and whispers, teasers and releases, Todd Howard's hair and his less-than-enthusiastic excitement at E3, and oh, waiting. Oh, the waiting, the buying, the downloading, and now it has arrived. Dawn Guard is here for Xbox only. Fear not, though. For a month from now, the PS3 and the PC users will have their copy available to them. However, yesterday was the first release of Dawn Guard. Players may now choose their path. Vampire Hunter? Or sinister vampire lords bent on ending the tyranny of the sun, forever ruining Bossomer Tans in the land of Skyrim and allowing the blood to flow into endless goblets for their undead fiends to get drunk on until the next expansion when we kick their asses. Uh, 1947 called it once its radio show back. <laughs> and the shadow knows. <laughs> Orson Welles says no. <laughs> We're going to do War of the Worlds again. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Skyrim add-on Dawnguard. Leave your life, your job, and your girlfriend at the door. You don't have a girlfriend. We get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that is the big news of the week. There it is. Uh, and for the la- next few months until we get wind of the next DLC. But uh, hopefully we'll all be entertained until then. Hopefully. By stories of us with it that already have it. Sorry. Killing vampires, or or humans, like a boss. Like a boss. Do they sparkle? <laughs> when you set them on fire. <laughs> the one that killed me had nothing sparkly about it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, I can say though, I do, however, have a Khajiit character started on my Xbox as well. I forgot all about, and he will be turning into a vampire lord because there is nothing cooler than a Khajiit vampire lord. Do you think, yeah. like, if a Khajiit turns into a vampire lord, they still has his tail? Um, not only will he have his tail, but he will still poop in the sand. And that poop will burst in flames at the first light. That's right. That's exactly what's going to happen. Very sanitary. Oh. Oh. Yes, sometimes <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Help keep Skyrim clean, folks. Bethesda gets six Best of E3 nominations. Yeah, uh, the Games Critics Awards judging panel has given six nominations to Bethesda for Best of E3. Now, Dawn, Garman, Dawn Guard was nominated for uh, Best RPG, while Dishonored received nominations for Best Action Adventure Game, Best Console Game, Best Original Game, and Best of Show. Doom 3 BFG Edition was nominated for Best Hardware. But uh, who who did win Best of Show? Wasn't that Planet Side Two? Yes, sir. Congratulations goes to Planet Side Two. Yeah, Planet Side won many awards. All right. Well, Dawnguard is a DLC, so E three doesn't really look still doesn't look at DLC as that big of a deal. It's just addition, in addition to an already existing game. So, on the grand scheme of things, it really isn't that. I thought Dawnguard did win best DLC by a few different game companies. You know, it, it may have, um, but I didn't see I didn't see anything with that because I, I did a check and I haven't seen I haven't seen anything like that, so hmm. it wasn't that good of a check, I'll tell you that. Because <laughs> I was looking at the next uh, the next thing that was that was up on the news as well. Which is 
update to the Creation Kit, a hot plug-in. Right. Fans of the Creation Kit have uh, received a very nice quality of life update last week from Bethesda, which is hot plug-in capability. While working tirelessly on your brand new mod for Skyrim, you no longer need to restart the game to see changes that you have created. With hot loading, you are now able to save, update, and then see the results of your hard work in-game instantly. Now, here's some notes and directions that Bethesda would like for you to know regarding these changes. So, Creation Kit and modders, listen up. Bethesda would like to tell you, note, as mentioned, this is an experimental feature. Not everything will work as expected, and there may be crashes or hiccups. you got to load the Creation Kit as normal and load your plugin. All right, then launch Skyrim, make your changes to the Creation Kit. All right, now in-game, open up the console using the FCF command. This goes on and on and on, to be honest. I mean, mm-hmm. just check out BethBlog.com. You'll see all this stuff in the Creation Kit that is there. Um, but it's, uh, you know, if you're, if you're a modder, this is important to you. So I would, I would definitely check this out. Fair enough. We are going to go ahead and move on to our discussion this week in the Bannered Mare. Welcome to the Battered Mare. What can I get you? And here we are in the Bannered Mare, your roundtable discussion. What do you have for us today, Mr. Evarwin? Alright, so because I feel like stoking the embers into a raging fire, here is my question to the the illustrious panel of Elder Scrolls Off the Record. How do you guys feel about three-quarters of Skyrim players having to wait for Dawnguard while the Xbox-only players get it a month early? You just like to pick a fight, don't you? (laughs) I'm picking a fight. I am picking a fight. The gloves are off! The gloves are totally off. (laughs) Who wants to begin this this, um, powder keg of a topic? I was asking you, Joe. Uh, okay. Go for it, man. I Take off the gloves. Let's let's freaking let's get let's get it on. I Let is, let's get it on. against. <laughs> I am big time against any corporation buying out exclusives on a multi-platform for an early release, especially when it comes to DLC on a highly anticipated game. How do you know that happened? How? Why else would they go to Xbox only when they could be making a bank load right now? On every other platform. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> There's no other way around it. I agree. I think it's ridiculous. And they're cutting out three quarters of the market, getting them PO'd for a couple of million extra dollars. Come on. Well, it's not <laughs> like the rest of us are not going to buy it when it comes out. Actually, if people are probably starting saying half the people who bought it was for Xbox, that is not true. The stats say differently. A lot were Xbox, yes, but only. What was it? Something like a quarter to a third are Xbox players? A quarter to a third are actually Xbox players. That sounds so wrong. Where do you, where do you think this is, Liz? Oh, I'll go last. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm the only one that actually doesn't really care. Because I have an Xbox and play on the Xbox. Well, alright, so you're centrist like that. Um, <laughs> but, I, I mean, and I'm, I'm actually, you're here in typing right now, if you are. I'm actually, I'm looking this up. Um, I mean, why do you 
why do you think like that's that that number is off? Like, why would it be more than that? Or it just—I mean—that's just my guesstimation that there are a lot of people on Xbox. A lot of people don't. A lot of people do play PC games, but a lot of people don't. It's not exactly mainstream compared to the other two, the consoles, anymore. Okay, so you think there are more people that play that play uh, Skyrim on the Xbox than any other platform? Now, I would, I wouldn't than any other platform. I, I might think that, but then the way you're saying it makes me sound like. <laughs> well, no, I'm not. Myself. I'm not. I'm not trying to trying to be obnoxious. It's just it, the, the way that. The way they have strategized this, that the way that Bethesda has strategized this would would suggest that they're saying, "All right, you know what? You know, we're gonna we're gonna do this thing for Xbox." Um, and that would, to me, sound like most of their players should be playing on the Xbox. If you're gonna cut out everyone else for an entire well, month, it really does sound like Joe was right that that Microsoft just bought them out or whatnot. But it could also be that. Uh, they wanted to bring out this DLC, and there's not very much, you know, for the console people. Uh, the PC guys get most of the stuff. That's because you know the community and all that. And then maybe it just doesn't work on PS3. <laughs> Those poor guys. That that's almost a low blow if you did not say that. Those poor guys. <laughs> I did no. I, I I feel so bad for them. I really wish if they were if they had come out with something ahead of time before the PC. I wish it was for both. I really do. I feel so. Bad. I don't even know how they play their game. A lot of people say it does work. Uh, the game works on their game, but a lot of people are have problems. All right, we got a link from the chat room on the the actual sales of this. So let's let's check this out. And if it's and if it's porn, Skyrock, I'm gonna thank you, but publicly defame you. So. <laughs> but I'll go to the site. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I was I had something else for this as well, but uh, Lou, you sound like you got something. What's what's going on with you? Well. First of all, I'm in the same mindset as Joe. This is how you all install right. programs. I on totally a do not agree with this move at all. Okay, the game came out on multi platforms all at once. They should treat the DLC the same way. And I really don't give a hoot what Bethesda says. Uh, in my mind, I think they totally just took a, a buyout from Microsoft saying, look, we want exclusivity. What will it take for us to appeal to our fan base, to our customers, to give them an edge? And it's really noisy because of the fact that Bethesda should think back as to where exactly this game started from. It was PC only from the get-go. Yeah. All right? From Arena, Daggerfall, onward, it was PC only. Consoles weren't even a thought back then. Yes, the market has changed, but let's not PO the original fan base, the original market that you grew and developed all these years. All right? And, you know, I have a PS3. I have an Xbox, but I have an old one. I didn't buy a 360 because my old Xbox still works. I never got that blue screen. Thank God, that red ring of death. <laughs> I never got that. Yeah. So mine still works. But even then, uh, it's just an annoyance factor because you, know, you want to appeal to all of your customers at once. All right? You want to make them all happy. But here, I think it's a slap in the face. But that's the same. Hey, you know what? We're going to use our Xbox players first. But you've got all the other stuff beforehand. Well, that, that, that's, to me, that's immaterial. It's irregardless because... It's not fair to bring the fact that, yes, PC has a, has a modded community. That's fine. Okay. That's, I don't think that should be taken as advantage or disadvantage. That's just something that's available for the PC market because of the tools available to players who all play right. on the computer. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Lou. I looked up all the stats. I found five different sites with five different stats statistics on this, and it looks like I was wrong. About just under half of the player base is Xbox 360. 
Uh, PC makes up approximately 22%, with PlayStation 3 filling the gap. The uh, the link that we got in the chat room... <clears throat> um, those Actually, those numbers were the most askew I've seen. The, you saw the link, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, this this looks a little off, but it's saying... It's way off. In millions, uh, Skyrim sales on the Xbox heavily outweigh PS3 and PC. In Europe, it's a bit tighter. It's a lot tighter, but in North America, it's, it's mostly three-quarters um, Xbox. I found a great site that has a whole bunch of statistics on it. Um, what I get, just told you guys was the average of all, stati- all statistics I saw. This particular site um, shows like all the in- individual details, like how much, how many units were sold in 48 hours, but this site right here only shows the first month of sales. And the first month of sales shows Xbox 360 at 59%, PlayStation 3 at 27%, PC at 14%. Even shows like the average Skyrim load times. Xbox being the worst at 48 seconds, PlayStation 3 34 seconds, PC average 19 seconds. Now, was that at the beginning of the game? Because the saves only get long when you have a lot of saves of your own. That's the average. That's the start load time and the loading between screens. This is all averaged out. In the early right. early month of the game, so 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 basically, the the statistics that are that are out there online are suggesting, if you can trust those numbers, and, and let's just say for sake of example that that we can trust them and uh, that 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 they're accurate, this this basically represents a a you know a, a business move on Bethesda's part. They are appealing to their widest uh, consumer market when when in, when releasing this first. I mean, a month? Right. Is, is I understand a, a week or two, but a month? No. Uh, yeah, That's like, a pretty long time. Right. I mean, in the end, you know, chat room has a point. Right, it doesn't bother me they got it first, okay? The issue is how it came about. It does bother me that somehow they're, they're excluding three quarters of the base for no reason, other than, hey, we're just, we're just going to give it to them first. Well, about right. half. Okay. Let's just call it half. Regardless, they isolated part of their community. I mean, certainly, um, if you look at if you look at how how gaming is on this show, if if myself and Liz, of course, did not have an Xbox, we would definitely be isolated from this game because none of us here are going out to buy an Xbox mm-hmm. and then the game and then Dawn Guard to talk about it for a month. Like you know, you I'm sorry, listeners, but like we would just not cover it on the show. It would that would just be it. You know, I. Uh I am a huge gamer. I love every platform. Don't take this as any kind of platform hating people because this is not what it is. This is more no. or less hating on a bad business decision. Um, I when I when I had my 360 for the eight months I had it before it red ring to death on me, and they refused to fix it, and I have no idea why, even though I had extended warranty, I refused to buy one ever since because it wasn't worth it to me. Because the way Microsoft dealt with business with me, I love PCs, but I don't like the Xbox because of the business I was involved in. I did love it when I played it. Really did. A lot of the games I chose to play over that versus my PlayStation 3, which I got later on. And But it's just not worth it to me right now. But to those of you who play Xbox 360, awesome. You guys got lucky oh. and you got to get this game early. Unfortunately for the rest of us, it's a bad idea. I just, I, I don't, see, I I have an Xbox. Okay, so when I was, I was glad to be, you know, counted in as you know, one of the one of the people out there that actually gets to play this game, you know, a month early. Um, but I I feel bad for I feel bad for the PS3 guys because mm-hmm. they've had nothing but but crapped on by circumstance. 
um, this entire time. Oh yeah. And now you know they the the sales for this game represent if you, if you can believe these statistical numbers the vast minority of of Skyrim purchases they got cut out completely. So you know Bethesda is saying we have to we have to serve the people that that have purchased this game most. And I understand that, but it it, it really stinks. No, it's, no, 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 no. A, that's not what they said. Not even close. I mean, every stick, as I said, on average, that stick as you saw, that, that that guy linked in the chat room, was mm-hmm. one day old. Everything else that came after that showed much more of an even balance. However, not really, because, you know, Xbox has made up just under 50% of the overall sales, which is outstanding. And I love seeing how much sales that Bethesda got, regardless of platform. Platform doesn't matter. It's still the same game we're all playing. But being screwed... Out of having to wait another month while I listen to my good friends, Ivarwan and Liz, play the game while I sit here and have to listen to it, isn't very fun for me. I've been itching for this game just as much as anybody else. Yeah, and, and here you are, you're, you're forced to wait. And as well as the PS3 uh, guys and the PC guys, and you know everyone is just, is just forced to wait. All Microsoft did was hand a couple million dollars to Bethesda saying, we want all your DLC one month early in hopes that people would buy our systems to get their hands on their game early. Chatroom is saying they could have released it to all consoles at the same day. It's not that hard. Uh, I think this move for Bethesda is dangerous because if it had bombed, the reviews could have killed their PC sales. And their PC sales of various sticks I saw have been climbing every single month since since release date. That's because people are hearing about how awesome all it mods. is. You know? yeah. yeah, it's the modding community. So now they're building that modding community. They're building that community with the PC, now they're saying, <laughs> there's a slap to the face. Here, Xbox, have fun. When they, if anything, if anything, if they're going to be exclusive, give it to PS3 because of all the junk they put those poor people through. Hmm. I mean, I can understand if they went to PS3 early and said, well, it's because, or like a, like a weak exclusive release on it because, well, we're sorry for all the trouble you've had with this game in the past. Here's a little leg up for you. That would make sense to me. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but a whole month like that's—that's that's the thing that I think we have a problem with. Even even releasing it on one platform versus you know the other the other two that are available, not so much of a big deal as an idea. All right, especially if they handed it off to the PS3 guys first. But a whole month, a month—I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I, they don't even they don't even push updates out like that. You get usually one platform, the PC gets updated the first week because it's just the easiest so they say it's easiest to update the PC cuz the steam mm-hmm. and then the consoles get it within a week after that or isn't the way to get it a week early they submit it at the same time to all three platforms but it takes a week for Xbox and PS3 to approve it to go through their system yeah i, I mean i that's that's what we're saying we we dislike here is just the the month long wait that the PC and the PS3 guys have to you know, have to incur. And, and for me, like, you know, going back to the Xbox today to play the game has been very jarring for me because I've been playing this game on the PC for a long time. So a lot, I could have experienced a lot more in the game had I not had to reacclimate myself to the controllers in the game for the Xbox. So like that, this actually hurts our show and it, it hurts, you know, you as a listener, it hurts your enjoyment because now like you're, you're feeling that. Right now, because we could have shared a lot more in this show had I been able to go into the game 
and play for a little bit longer. But because I've had to, you know, reacclimate myself to the controls, it cut down on my on my time. Probably about I played I was able to I was actually able to squeeze in about two hours in the game. I had to spend about twenty minutes trying to relearn the control layout. And I had a hard time trying to do it. And it, it you know, I, I there's a lot of things that I didn't include in today's show, but I mean I died a lot to to mobs trying to get from one place to another simply because I just didn't know the control scheme anymore. Okay. Uh, really quick, let's go to Dave and Liz, their quick opinion before we wrap this up. Dave. You know, I usually love to pick a fight. I usually love to, to pick a stance that a lot of people haven't said already. But, Joe, you made a point that, that really, you're right. Unfortunately, for like the first time ever, you're right. <laughs> and... I love you, too. <laughs> I, I I really feel that this is just bad marketing. That this is just, you know, a way for them to try to make a exclusivity where there shouldn't be one. You know, Bethesda really has, as much as I may not have preferred some of their previous games, they do try to do right by their their fan base this is not doing right by their fan base at all this is wrong and i really think that people need to say that i mean yeah i'm gonna be picking up the game yeah i'm gonna buy it and play it but if i weren't on this podcast i probably wouldn't just because of this stunt i've done that to games in the past games that that put out half of their game as an exclusive through buying it through this store you get an exclusive two hours of gameplay. I won't buy that game just because of that. Yeah. And this is one of those things. If I wasn't on this podcast, I wouldn't be purchasing this game. Well said. All right. Liz. I think the one month uh, wait is just wrong. Everybody's going to be done or finished playing. Everybody on Xbox is going to be finished with this by the time you guys get it. I understand the pissed offness <laughs> the one month wait but then again i'm secretly gloating because i'm i'm playing it. <laughs> you guys hate me now no i don't i don't hate you liz <laughs> I, but i don't like your gloating <laughs> well yeah um joe let me just toss this out there all right, for, for those of you that are that are absolutely furious right now with us that's cool all right send us an email and tell us why you're aggravated all right don't leave us a, a you know an obnoxious uh, one star review on iTunes because we can't respond to that and talk to you over it all we do is read it and get our feelings hurt so <laughs> if you're angry just email us okay elder scrolls off the record at gmail.com just email us we don't need you know something like that it's because it's it's kind of productive for everyone involved. So even if you even, that goes same for anyone who has something positive to say or agrees with us or even want to talk about this topic, email us at any time, guys, and we'll either respond to you if we can. We do get quite a bit of emails on the network, and we try to respond as much as possible. Or we will talk to you over the air directly on the next episode, which is unfortunately going to be episode thirty in two weeks from now. <laughs> I think that about wraps up that discussion. I think we're pretty much all unanimous on that it was a bad move on Bethesda's part. And we're going to go ahead and move on to some more fun, go-loving topics of the evening. And that's the crafting table. Ah! 
are in the crafting table. Mods and other game enhancements. And this week, Eve Arwen's picked a very interesting one for you all. That's right there, Joe Wilson. We got ourselves Convenient Horses by Mitch Alec, available on the Steam Workshop. Uh, this is a mod that will enhance your already existing horse by giving it features to make it much more useful, such as a battle charge and options to increase its health, stamina, and even various different armor skins that reflect the type of armor that you can craft, like Dwimmer, Daedric, Leather, and a few others. Nordic is in there uh, as well, which is pretty it's pretty sweet looking. Uh, players can purchase a horn from existing horse vendors, and they can use it to call their horse and even bring up features menu, even bring up a features menu, so they can toggle on and off all of the various options the mod comes with. Now, here are some of those features. All right, they have. Maximum capability supporting custom mounts of all sizes. All right, horses uh, for followers as well. You can uh, bring bring that up. Uh, horse armor for both the player and its followers. So when you have a follower and you give the you give a horse to your follower, you can also customize its its armor look as well as your own. Uh, cinematic instant horse call. Mounted conversations and corpse looting. So when you're on your horse, you can actually have conversations with NPCs around you and loot corpses. Uh, harvesting as well for herbs. There's a fast dismounting feature. When you're riding your horse, let's say a dragon lands near you, you basically dismount the horse quickly by pushing off of the horse and it rides out from under you and you land on your feet and go into combat. Um, fast dismounting, like I said. Uh, switchable faction relations as well. You can toggle your horse to be friendly with certain factions that you want it to be friendly to or unfriendly to all of them. So it actually turns into a pretty, a pretty epic uh, companion where it'll, it'll fight with you. Auto transferable horse inventory with easy access, smart horse follow. So the horse actually follows you around uh, selective horse involvement, in vulnerability and health stamina speed bonuses so you can actually make your horse invulnerable and give it the extra health stamina and, and speed as well uh, it's got a great configuration menu and a multi-tap or bound key control modes but that requires the skse mod for modders out there you i'm, I'm singing your song for the rest of us out there you know it, it, <laughs> it's not a it's not a big it's not a big thing that that particular feature um I love this mod. I I have a lot of fun with it. It it is absolutely great. If I upgrade my armor, and yes, I do this. Okay, I'm wearing the Dwimmer armor right now. My horse wears the Dwimmer armor too. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, this mod is everything that should have been in the game in the first place, and then some. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking when you were reading through it. Check it out. It's uh, it's at the it's at the Steam Workshop. Okay, by Mitch Alec. It's called Convenient Horses. Very awesome. Dude, someone in the chat brought up, where the hell's my dragon mount? Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> where, where the hell's the convenient dragon mounts add-on? Anyway, wait, wait. um... <laughs> wait for Dave to build it. Uh, I do have a mini mod idea for those of you out there that want a, uh, that are looking for a quick little mod. All right. This one is called Main Menu Theme from from Marwind by Yarrick underscore Ukraine. And it does exactly what it says. It inserts the Marwind theme instead of the Skyrim theme at the main menu. It's a lot cooler than you think. Check it out. I, it's a lot cooler, folks. Give it a chance. Give it a chance, yeah. <laughs> you log into the game, you hear, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. 
and then the Morrowind theme starts, and you're like, oh, I like this. It's so relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stare at my computer for like 10 minutes just listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> just listening. I got lost in the moment. Sorry. <laughs> yes, load file. <laughs> but that's it. That's those are that's your mini mod idea for the week, and uh, and your your big mod idea for the week as well. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's move on to the Elder Scroll. A fragment of time. A piece of creation, a record of history, history itself, the Elder Scroll. We are in the Elder Scroll. Lore with Lou's Lou's Lore, Loring Lou. Lou, why don't you take your Lou and Lore away? <laughs> Thanks, Joe. All right. This week's Elder Scroll. I thought I would cover someone I don't think we've covered in the past. Maybe hinted at. And this week, it's the Dejic Prince Molag Ball. Dun, dun, dun. And I love this quote. I mean, I just started the quest a couple of days ago, finished it. And I love this. When I actually, you're in that trap, when you first start the quest, and you finish the conversation, and that quote he says, Revenge? No. I want submission. I want the priest who did this to bend his knee and give me his soul. I was like, wow. All right. I'm not asking that, much. <laughs> was that as per his Twitter account, at Molag Ball, or is that just an in-game thing? <laughs> <laughs> he is the only Daedric Prince. To, he is the only Daedric Prince to have a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> because he makes it so. <laughs> All right. Molag Ball. He is the Daedric Prince of Domination and Enslavement of all mortals. Wow, now I'm scared. <laughs> His only desire is to harvest the souls of mortals and to bring mortal souls within his sway by spreading seeds of strife and discord in the mortal realms. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, you know, I really should have re- 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 tweaked that. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. And like all of the Daedric Princes, Mogwell, he has no specific, oh, I should say, it has no specific gender, but favors the appearance of a male. He's usually being depicted as resembling a large uh, bipedal, crossbreed of a monkey and a snake. No. And maybe adorned with horns, claws, and a long tail. Now I'll get the Wrath of the Gods type thing on my head right now. Um, that- his scaly appearance no. is matched by his demeanor. Uh, as the Stagic Prince is also known as the Master of Corruption and the King of Rape. What? I bet you the snake part's under the waist. I don't want to go there oh. with that description. <laughs> Shudder. He inhabits the Plain of Oblivion, and it's called Cold Harbor. Now, the book, The Doors of Oblivion, says that his plan resembles a copy of Nern, including the Imperial Palace, only it looks more... What more? It looks defiled and ruined. The ground is composed of sludge, the sky is on fire, and the air is freezing. That's a beautiful vacation spot. It's known also for its vast slave pens and its dead, abandoned houses. Now, some of the scholars believe that this may be a portent of Nern's future. Now, from the first era, he is known to be the main source of obstacles uh, to the Doomer and the preceding uh, Chimera races. 
In the legends, Morlagbal has always tried to upset the bloodlines of those houses, or otherwise ruin uh, Dunmeri purity. Being in line with the god of rape, he is also said to have been the father, uh, along with Vivek, uh, of a population of mutant degenerates living in the Molag Amur region of Morrowind. This race may have been the first eventual vampires, okay, tying into a corruption of Vivek's ties to the heart of Lorcan, which is transmitted to mortals. Now, it's also been suggested that it was possible that he assisted Jagar Tharn in his temporary procurement of the Imperial Throne. Now, back in his day, he was responsible for the destruction of an entire city, which was Gilverdale in Balenwood, at the end of the First Era. Uh, approximately 1E2920 is the date they give. Now, this was done under the summons of King Drozel of Senchal, where he summoned Molagbal, and Molagbal brought forth a bright red mist which spread throughout the city and annihilated all the inhabitants. Now, tying into this, another document uh, from the Dunmeri Temple's doctrine, which is named Vampires of Vardenfell, Volume 2, it states that this gauge prince, Molagbal, is the father of vampires. Uh, it's been said that he spawned the first vampire upon the corpse of a defeated foe. Well, maybe to help Dave get his zombie army, but maybe not. <laughs> a side note, though, Gala Rathari is one of the buoyant armature, was also cured by vampires by Molagbal. So, whether he makes them, sires them, cures them, he's all of them, all over the place. However, it's been recorded in his private papers of Galarathari that somehow, uh, with this record, that the, the Demerit Temple keeps this this particular historical record from the rest of the world. So they have a hidden agenda, and no one's been able to find out why or, or come to any real conclusion. Now, as a father of vampirism, another record has been found. It was called the Opusculus Lemibal. <laughs> It sounds kind of Italian. I'm sorry if I butchered it. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize to everyone. Now, this book tells a story of Molag Ball in his hatred towards R.K., where he corrupted a body of a netic female, Lame Bielfag. Now, Lame is later known to become known as Lame Ball, and she's known as the Blood Matron and the First Vampire. Now, his shrine can be found in Markarth in a tunnel underneath the abandoned house. It's been described for a Dedic shrine. It's pretty small. It's only consistent of what? A short stone basin, take care of the stylized skull. And yes, I found this little panel on the floor, which is going to pop that spike trap. <laughs> and it starts the quest. And that's just a little bit of what I dug up and brought to you all for Molag Ball. Hope you all enjoy it. Definitely. I'd like to personally thank Molag Ball for his spike trap idea, because that's how I get girls nowadays. <laughs> You know, it's strange because I heard Liz said that's how she gets men these days, too. Yeah, we team up. We use the same spike trap. We're both in the South. It's... <laughs> yeah, we just... <laughs> Never... It's a Florida thing. We wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyway, we're going to move on to Town Square. Hear that? Something's going on in the Town Square. And here we are in the town square, your emails, iTunes, shoutouts, and other goodies. And today's producer's email, producer's email of the week comes to us from Daniel K. It's actually a pretty cool story, very touching to the staff, and we wanted to share it with everybody. Daniel says, Hey all, at the end of this last February, I was working loss prevention at a department store in Washington. I went out to stop someone from stealing, at which time they decided to stab me. And it just happened to hit my heart. It just so happened. I was rushed to the hospital and had emergency open heart surgery. The next day I came to and learned of what happened and, and was devastated. 
After finding out that for the next six to eight months I would have to face a lot of challenges in healing, I was in an un- understandably dark place until I came across your guys' podcast. Over the next, over the last few months, I've listened to all, literally all, of your guys' shows, and it helped me pull out of that undesirable mindset to somewhere much more positive. I have had miraculous healing and have even started rock climbing again last week. Your show kept me in good spirits and helped and helped my healing process. I wanted to say thank you, Daniel K. What a what a what a story. I mean, uh, I I emailed Daniel back and I I told him my my thoughts and feelings. Um, as you can imagine, you got to have a thick skin doing what we do. Go to any of our iTunes pages and just hit, you know, most critical, and you'll you'll see why you got to have a thick skin. We get some pretty nasty things said to us simply about having conversations about video games. Occasionally, we'll get an awesome email saying, "You guys made my day. Um, we really, I really appreciate all the hard work that you guys do, and it's amazing to hear that stuff." I will never forget Daniel's story. I will carry this with me for the rest of my life. And I'm not being overdramatic. I, I supremely, honestly mean this. This is probably one of the most uplifting things I've ever heard of. And we're all a part of it. And to be able to to be able to say that there's a person out there that just because of, of us, myself, Joe, Lou, Dave, Liz, all of us at, at the network, because of, of us and, and the conversations that we've had, you know, the the friendship that we've formed and and have broadcast to all of you, there's a person out there that their spirits were lifted during one of the darkest times in their lives. And that's very encouraging for us and very emotional for us to, <laughs> to hear. I mean, this is it's 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 a wonderful story and I'm just very honored that he shared this with us and I'm honored to have had that effect on another human being that I, I never have met and likely never will meet but he knows us and, uh, and we know of him and, and I just want to say on air thank you very much Daniel you touched all of us here with your story and uh, congratulations on your heroic effort to to have come as far as you have in the little time that you have and to hear that you're rock climbing now after such a tragedy congratulations you're a hero. I don't think anything else needs to be said about that. Now that we had that emotional moment, it's going to be hard to go on to the rest of the show, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> and I am going to point to Dave to bring us to the next email. Okay. Um, I actually had to hold back on that last one because I was I, it was a serious moment and I was trying to crack jokes. But anywho. Um, no, Daniel, you're awesome. Anyway, this next one comes from Jeff S. Hey, guys. Do you think vampire and werewolf skill trees will be handled like the regular 18 other skill trees in that you must activate, actively use your vampire and werewolf abilities to level them up? Additionally, do you think regular perk points will be required to advance through the constellations? Also, with all the new stuff coming for Lycanthropes, do you think players who have already cured themselves of the disease will be able to have another chance at contracting Lycanthropy? Eager to hear your thoughts on the issue. Oh, and uh, Liz is still a cheater. <laughs> we get so many emails that say that, as you will see. Um, actually, the vampire werewolf trees do not are not handled like the other skill trees. They actually require you to kill to get leveled up. 
and not just by using their abilities. So you have to be get to kill as a werewolf or kill as a vampire in order to get perk tree points that I believe can only be used for those perk trees. I don't know for sure yet. You well, I, try it? No, I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, I am looking forward to unlocking this stuff and and figuring this out. There are no constellations. I know that. No extra. Well, they they uh, I think I think maybe you misspoke. Um, the yeah, they're they're there, but you gotta you gotta unlock them in some way so they they end up popping up. Yeah, they're not just automatically there, right? No, 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 no. no. You gotta <clears throat> unlock them before you can. And but then once you get into them, you can't get the skill tree points for them without killing people first. That's how you level them up is by killing people in those yeah. forms. You people gotta- or the opposite. Faction. People. People. Anything. <gasps> it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least we know Fred will get far with this. <laughs> he doesn't Are you have kidding? anybody left. Exactly. There's no one left to kill. So Liz actually needs to feed it off of True Blood if she goes vampire. <laughs> I'm an Anne Rice kind of vampire girl. <laughs> now, what, cool. with his, like, comp- his, his lycanthropy... Like, Question or being cured? I have absolutely no idea if you'll get that second chance or not. Oh yeah, I honestly I don't know because it depends on how the story progresses in the game, which I don't know yet because I'm a PC player. Well, like I said, I uh, that the lycanthropy um, tree is is the one that I'm going for. I'm hoping there's a way to unlock it that I don't have to actually go to the companions. Not not that I have a problem with the companions. It's just I'm hoping that extra functionality is in the DLC. So I'm, I'm hoping to see that. If I don't, though, I'm going to go to the Companions and unlock it that way and then try it out. So we'll see. But that's, with my Paladin, I'm hoping to, to go the Lycanthropy route. That's what I want to do. So I'll, I'll figure this out in the next week or so. And our next email, Lou. Okay, our next email comes from Rami P. And Rami writes in, Hello, Elder Scrolls Off the Record gang. I was looking more into Elder Scrolls Online and was wondering what your opinion is about old skills that have been taken out over the past games being put back in, such as medium armor and mysticism. Since the game is set in the second era, would it be possible for these skills to return, but at the same time, would we also lose some of the new skills and abilities that we have become partial to in Skyrim, such as dual wielding or abilities like avoid death? I know it is still early to tell, but wondering about these things. Keep up the good work, guys. I listen to the show every week and enjoy hearing it. From Rami P. You know, Rami, many millions of people are wearing those very same things as you are, buddy. And I would kill to see like stuff like spellcrafting come back. Medium armor, oh. I'm at odds about because too many armor choices can get really frustrating. But yeah, I would love to see them bring back some of the Skyrim skills and 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 things of that nature, like dual wielding. I'm pretty positive dual wielding is going to be a part of it. But they don't mean the lock picking and stuff. That's Why not? Why not? You don't, because I've I'll never s- had a problem lock picking. I don't know about you guys. Well, I know about Joe because he can't pick a lock. Those I during that time, <laughs> I had some weird disease that no one in the chat room had ever seen before that prevented me from lock pick unlocking stuff with picks. And I was wondering why in the world it took me 15 hours to unlock unlock a novice lock. It was pretty funny to watch, though. It, it was hilarious. We don't like to talk about that time for Joe. It's a very dark time for him. <laughs> What the hell was that? Did a cat just sneeze? <laughs> uh, good times. You guys have any thoughts on that before we move on to the next email? And I gotta slow down my talking because I'm going about 
thousand miles an hour thanks to three Red Bulls. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. Our next email, Evarwin. All right, this one comes from Tyler C. And he says, "Hello, Elder Scroll off the record people." Hi. 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 Here lately, I have been leveling new characters and have spent a lot of perk points wrong. I think they could fix this by when you switch stones, you get a new set of points to spend, and old points are cleared. How do you think this could be handled? You know, this is something we've been talking about since like our early episodes. Mm-hmm. About how they could switch out points. And I think one of the best things we said is, I forgot what it was, but it was, we had a really good <laughs> idea at one point on this. <laughs> and it was awesome. And I still think Bethesda should do it, so they need to listen to our old episodes and find out. That's a good idea. I think <laughs> I think I think Dave can make up a really good idea right now. Go ahead, Dave. I think you should turn into a zombie, and every time you eat someone, <laughs> you get your skills completely reset. You get to go at it again. Okay, if Warwin was wrong. Um anyone else have any thoughts? <laughs> what they did what they did in Dragon Age was that you could just buy a potion that was a potion of uh I don't know, reset or whatever. Oh, that was yeah. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I love that in Dragon Age. That was awesome. Wow, it was such a good idea. Yeah, they should do that. Only this time with snowberries. I, I just, <laughs> oh! Snowberries and mammoth cheese, so it finally has a purpose. That's what it was, was Cyrock. He had it right. We were talking about how trainers of certain Pacific constellations, for oh, instance, yeah. like one-handed, you go to them, you could reset that entire tree. Well, that would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. See, Cyrock in the chat room. Thank you for recalling our good idea we said months ago. <laughs> but, um, we totally forgot about. <laughs> I think what you should do is there should be a a uh, giant who has like a bludgeon that's a little bit softer than the normal giant tree trunks that they smack you with. Yo, where is and he hits you hard enough He's to make amnesia. you get amnesia. And he like just he just keeps smacking the crap out of your face until you just like forget all of your skills. That's uh, that's 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 actually a worse idea than the one you had earlier. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> All right, slightly sucks. <laughs> let's uh, let's stop um, David Adams from having any more in air quotes oh, here. Good one. I got ideas. One. Where uh, Liz, Liz, get the next email. Hurry. Yeah, no, we'll <laughs> the end of the show when we're not recording anymore. <laughs> Wait, there's a there's a Skyrim haiku, um, in proper five seven five syllable format, no less. Fight, heal, craft, sneak, steal. We are soul trapped by Skyrim. Liz is a cheater. Why did you make me read this? (laughs) (laughs) This is from Adam. And he says, P.S. Total thrill to hear my email read in episode 28. Thanks to Varwin and Joe. No offense taken, buddy. Ha ha. (laughs) I take offense. Mr. Adam. I love haikus, and thank you for writing. I planned the whole thing out from the start. (laughs) What's awesome is that it really wasn't on my screen. (laughs) And so, literally, I scrolled up and read Liz is a Cheater and was like, you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so nasty. Alrighty. (laughs) We love hearing that little kind of things from you guys. Haikus or poems or whatever songs you do. And if you guys, I want to, you know... Mention again that if you send us MP3s, spoof songs, just saying whatever, MP3s have a priority on this show if they are good. So if you send them in to us, send them us to send them in through our normal emails in MP3 format, less than three minutes. We would love to hear what you guys have to say. 
Anyway, we have five-star review shout-outs to get into. Lou, this is your category, buddy. Okay, Joe. Five-star review shout-outs from America. Ms. Arlo, trucking through Skyrim. I like that idea. <laughs> Anna, Anna P. Susan Ross, John Supernet, Dr. Willie Wilson, Josh, 2199, Alec AMG, an awesome nickname. <laughs> so says you. <laughs> Trip 374, from our friends across the pond in the UK, Commander Veems, 22, James E., Troika, the Khajiit. The Khajiit? Hello, Troika. Skyrim fan one. Godzook one. The Clan Ryan. Posted the Declan D. Connor? The <laughs> Clan. The Clan Ryan. The Clan McLeod? Clan Ryan. <laughs> Highlander meets Skyrim. That would be a great mod. The Clan <laughs> Ryan. The retarded Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> My friends up north in Canada. Play till it hurts. That's what we do tonight after the podcast. Trust me on that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. From Russia, Tut. Tut. I was wondering, so if your nickname was an awesome nickname, is it really an awesome nickname? Dude, Bloody. I think my brain just blew up. Wow, like Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Trouble is afoot at the Circle K, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have some quick news from in QGN. The QGN host journals are now up on questgamingnetwork.com. So far, myself and Kat have done one. Check them out and hear them and hear us ramble on about whatever is on our minds. The host journals are not on iTunes as of yet, but hopefully someday soon they will be. But for right now, just go to our website, questgamingnetwork.com, and you can hear the hosts. And I'm trying to get the other ones to do this too, so they're working on it. Just talk about whatever so you can get to know the hosts better. Minecraft Off the Record, another one of our fine shows, is recording Sunday nights at 7 p.m. The Minecraft crew has a complete Minecraft server times four. We have four of them, complete with a weekly wow. build-off challenge. So if you're into Minecraft, check it out, guys. Uh, check out our YouTube page. We have a bunch of YouTube videos up there, mostly Minecraft right now, but we're planning on getting Diablo and others up on there as well. Uh, just search YouTube for Quest Gaming Network and check them out. That's right. I keep forgetting to put my stuff on there that you, you had asked me to do. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you guys still have that video of of the night that you two went insane and just blew up the game out? For no yeah, I need Ivarwin <laughs> to put that on our YouTube page. It has to be on there. Because I, I remember seeing that going, what are you two doing? <laughs> well, I brought back the old <laughs> server. Gotta get, on, get to the live stream. You gotta check this out. <laughs> what? But, oh my god. It needs to be up there. Because I brought back the old world where we did that, and people keep on asking, what in the world is this, qu- is this quest crater? So I have to keep on explaining to everybody about what happened. So we need to get that video on our YouTube page so everyone can see it and understand why. Yeah. When we went insane and blew up a mountain. <laughs> we were putting, we were putting uh, TNT blocks around that mountain for like a good 45 minutes. <laughs> it took us an hour and 10 minutes to prep that mountain with explosives. <laughs> and then we drilled all the way down the mountain, and then... At the base of the mountain, we didn't stop there. We drilled 64 layers down to the bottom of the game, broke through the bottom of the game, and then filled all that up with TNT. And then any cavern that we found that on our way down, we filled all that up with TNT and then blew the whole damn thing up. (laughs) (laughs) Without killing a server, surprisingly. There had to have been a good 10, 15,000 TNT on that thing. Yeah. Anyway, our final thoughts of the evening. 
I am Dawn Breaking Dawn Guard, and I can't wait to get it, so I can do that. And that's all I have to say. Dawn Guard is amazing and awesome. I'm having a great time with it. Uh, I'm really, really sorry for my, my PS3 and PC brothers out there who um, who have not had the chance to, to play it yet. Uh, my, I, you know, it sucks and, uh, I wish it were different, but, uh, it's great. And the, the wait will be worth it. The retweet mentions, we are not doing those anymore. Um, for those of you out there who have retweeted us, you know who you are. Thank you very much. Um, but the fact is, is it's not going off as intended. So we're going to find some other way to, to get you, the listener involved in, in what we do. We're always looking for new ways to get the listeners involved. Uh, so the retweet mention is not going to be available anymore, but we're going to come up with something to get you involved in, and that'll be better than the retweet mentions going forward. What he said. Lou? <laughs> uh, I just can't wait for Dawn Guard. I'm stewing, mad, frustrated, but it is what it is. I'm going to get it anyway. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll still end up playing it. So just eagerly awaiting Dawn Guard. Mr. Adams. I hey. still need my dragon mount. Okay. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> Liz. Thank you for having me on here, and I am going to be playing Dawn Guard and looking at my hot, hot, hot new friend in the Dawn Guard. He's not that good looking, Liz. Yes, he is! He is not. You need to expand <laughs> oh your horizons. Wow, how fast that came out of her mouth. Yes, she is. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> wow. Don't you talk about my man. I know. Mm-mm. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna I, be on Jerry Springer kicking. I'm gonna, butt I'm gonna with throw it out there. All right, Liz. He's 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 kind of a wimp. I know. Kind of I kind of like that. I can push him around that way. All wow. right. Um, I wanted to remind everybody that we do not have an episode recording next week because we're taking a week off. It's QG and vacation. However, I will have a special episode up on iTunes for you guys by next Thursday at the latest. So keep an eye out for that. You might enjoy it. All right, how to reach us, Mr. Adams. You can reach us on our website at elderscrollsofftherecord.com. <laughs> or you could still, I believe, can you still go to skyrimofftherecord.com? You can go to skyrimofftherecord.com still. All right, well, there you go. Two Oops. ways to get to us directly. Or you can go to our hub, which will bring you to any of our amazing and wonderful shows, at questgamingnetwork.com. You can send us in your hate mail. I mean, I mean your emails at Elder Scrolls Off the Record at gmail.com. And uh, remember, if you go to any of those sites, please take the radio survey found on each of the sites. Only takes about five minutes, and it, it really helps us understand what you like and dislike about each show. It only takes about five minutes to do, and they're vastly important to help us get a better insight on how we're doing. Um, also. If you check out on sites, we we are offering $10 mentions for pretty much anything from birthdays, got a Minecraft server you want us to yell out, you got a new add-on that you want to talk about for, for Skyrim, we're willing to, to talk about it on the show. Guilds. $10 mentions. Guilds, just a $10 donation to the show or more, whatever you want to do. But if you have any questions about it, feel free to email us. But the, the link should be on every single one of our our Quest Net- Gaming Network sites. Oh, I guess I should do the Twitter as well. Um, Twitter, Skyrim off the record. Well, we're not Skyrim off the record anymore. Elder Scrolls off the record. Wow. It's at Elder Scrolls OTR. 
Joe is at author J.R. Wilson. Evarwin is at E-V-A-R Win. <laughs> Lou is at Chuck Norris. No, I'm kidding. Lou is ah! at GamerGuy11B. <laughs> and you can check me out at D-I-E-N Force. As well, I'd like to shout out our, our guest sitting right beside me over here is Mistress underscore LeBeau, L-E-B-E-A-U. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production, and I would just like to say, foos for all you all next week. Take care, guys. Be safe. May the forest be with you. Take care, everyone. See you all next week. Foos Rona. <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> I think we're falling. Skyrim is Say bye, Liz. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye, Liz! I got a tearing. <laughs> I have never heard Lou like, like laugh like this. This is great. Oh, it's awesome. <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! Wow! Slash show. That's it, folks. <laughs> That's it. We're done. We're done. <laughs> have a good night. Thank you. I want to rock the band hammer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I could sing it at my Nord voice. She's a brick house. That was more like the mighty letting it all hang out. Dovakin, Dovakin. Take that, King of Lost Verse. Take that and stuff your book. <laughs> we drink to the use for the day coming, God. Dovakin, <laughs> Dovakin. <laughs> Like that was Siri, will you marry me? That's sweet. Is there anything else I can help you with? Oh, come on, baby. We're perfect for each other. If you like, I can search the web for... Oh, come on, baby. We are perfect for each other. Oh, God, don't search that. Don't beat around the bush. You know you want me. I don't know that, but I could search the web for it. We have little iPhone babies. If you like... I can search the web. We could call him iBaby? I don't see on my baby in your address book. Fine. I- I'm done. <laughs> Sorry, I can't check your call history. Now you're just being stupid. If you like, I can search the web for knives being stupid. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> see this on... Who's <laughs> all